0: Hello and welcome to The Dork Forest. I'm Jackie Cation. I am your host of The Dork Forest. You probably know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. We're all over iTunes and Whoever has downloaded it and repurposed it for whatever your needs. That's right. So feel free to review the show on iTunes. Uh, feel free to email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns. Anyway, uh, let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song you just heard. He sang it with his wife, Sarah. He'll sing again his words to the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio, and Vilmos does my website. Okay. There are many ways to support the show. Let's talk about them. The easiest way is just to tell other people about the show and follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Snapchat at Jackie Cation and tell people, uh, word of mouth, word of mouth. Another way to support the show financially doesn't cost you anything is the Amazon banner on JackieCation.com, There's an Amazon banner under support the show. And on DorkForest.com, there's just an Amazon link that takes you to Amazon and both take you to Amazon. You order like normal and the show gets a little bit of a kickback. doesn't cost you extra. It's just a way if you order from Amazon to help the show. More direct way of helping the show, you can uh, give money to the show via PayPal. There's a PayPal button under the support the show page on JackieCation.com and there's a PayPal button on DorkForest.com. You can donate directly. If you want to give monthly, I haven't made that easy. I don't have a monthly setup. Uh, I know that it's easy. Uh, I just don't have any time to do it. So you have to remember every month that you like the show and then give me money. So uh, I'll use it wisely on audio cables and chocolate, whatever. Uh, another way to support the show if you don't like PayPal is people have been Venmoing me money. I'll take it. That seems lovely. Jackie at com. It's just under JackieCation. So whatever. If you have listened to all 600 and whatever episodes of the Dork Forest and would like more Dork Forest, there are premium episodes, probably a dozen of them. And they are, in the last couple of years, if I do a live episode, it usually costs me some money. So I have been putting them up on Bandcamp and they cost money. They cost two bucks a pop. But if you go to the com, you can see those different shows. They're usually live episodes around the world. And there is also a four- Four stories on a on a sort of a handmade storytelling album that I made over there too. And those are just a buck each. So if you want to go to bandcamp, you can do that as well. You can order merch. On Jackiecation.com, there are shirts and CDs and a DVD of my stand-up. There's the stand-up CDs, Circus People, It's Never Gonna Be Bread. This'll make an excellent horcrux. and my brand new album, I Am Not the Hero of This Story. And they're all available as CDs on JackieCation.com. They're all available digitally on Amazon and iTunes, and you can just listen to them on Pandora and Spotify and whatever. So, But if you like hard copies, let me know if you want them signed or not. Um, There's also a DVD of the Horcrux album, which is video. That's what a DVD is. And you can download that at ComedyFilmNerds.com if you just like a download. Okay, there are shirts. There's my stand-up shirt, Spooky Reading Girl. There's also two Dork Forest t-shirts. So there's the Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirt, and there is a Dork Forest logo shirt. And all the shirts are made in the United States, Union made, so they run a little big because they're made by Americans. Other than that, my stand-up is available on the website on Jackiecation.com. You can watch my Conan sets, you can watch a bunch of different stand-up sets. You can, and then you can see what my schedule's like. Enough of this. Let's get into the show. It's a really good one. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my living room again. Uh, it's the Dork Forest, and returning, because you've only done a live one, Solomon Georgia. Yes, hi. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Dork Forest. Hi, I'm
1: happy to be here. There a we wonderful go. Wonderful Van
0: <laughs> Beautiful, so hot outside. Uh, at Solomon Giorgio mm-hmm. and Yes, are the internet uh, places where people can find you. It's the best way to find me. Yep, you have a new half-hour special coming on Comedy Central. C- yes,
1: uh, October 20th is okay. my date. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it would be at midnight thirty. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, all right, then. And then you have a new album hopefully coming out at the same time. Yes, indeed. And the name of that is?
1: Homo Negro Superior.
0: You guys, <laughs> this means Solomon Giorgio is both gay and black. At the same time. And superior, mm-hmm. it turns out. It's all working. Oh, I just
1: assume people <laughs> would know that already.
0: <laughs> right. So let's just put it all together. Uh, so, how's it going?
1: It's going really good. I've been having quite a great year. Yeah, so I have no complaints.
0: Right? It's I'm finding
1: I'm finding ways to complain, but it's oh sure, really <laughs> you can look
0: for you can oh, look yeah. for trouble. It's hot here. <laughs> it's warm. I know it. It's uh, I'm making way too much money. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but it's exhausting. I got to figure out how to how to pay my bills. How to <laughs> who to give it away to? This exactly. thing, at which point, everyone emails. You could give it to me. Oh, no, 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 so no, 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 not at no, this no, no. time. I'm still, I'm still digging out, folks. But uh, I will try to share the wealth at one point. So. <laughs> Uh, As I backpedal (laughs) I'm in, I'm in Oh wait, wait
1: (laughs) I'll do it No I won't, never mind Take it back
0: (laughs) Okay, so Sitcoms Mm -hmm. And now you Are um, much younger than myself when when did, did when did you grow up? Was it the nineties that were the, the sitcoms um, of choice?
1: Yeah, I was born in eighty one. Okay, uh, but like I, like I, we came to my family came to America in like the mid eighties. Okay, uh, so that's we, when the
0: sitcoms started happening. Oh, the
1: sitcoms were everywhere. Um, I think like that's like that was how we kind of understood. English, or just how, like, and we especially understood, like, slapstick the easiest. Sure. Because when we first came here, we just, we had a, we did, I got a TV, we didn't speak English. So Mm -hmm. we just watched I Love Lucy and Three Stooges or Laverne and Shirley, anything with, like, high slapstick and a laugh track. We were sitting there,
0: sitting there, soaking it up. You're like maybe I'll get this word. do do." What does it mean? <laughs> Remember that from Laurel Shirley? I'm from Milwaukee. Oh, um Is that what I didn't
1: that's know. That's what those. they used to
0: call oh, sex. My. Oh, I
1: didn't know that's what that meant.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I also
1: try to drink uh milk and Pepsi uh because oh. of that show
0: yes it's terrible
1: kind of gross it's the, it, it curdles
0: <laughs> yeah there's absolutely no reason for such a thing i don't understand why i mean it felt like a power play quite i honestly. think it's like
1: because at the time there's like egg cream stuff and i think that was sort of like a nice little but it's oh, like it doesn't like it doesn't milk work. doesn't play that way
0: no at all. <laughs> no it
1: goes you make terrible cheese and <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's a uh yeah, that's uh, the only thing uh, that was comparable is *Harriet the Spy*, the the, the children's book. It's about a little girl yeah, who I, was I, a spy. I, and uh, well, I've
1: watched the movie. Oh, uh, did you see
0: this? The movie.
1: I've of course watched the movie. Uh, okay. With, uh, with Rosie O'Donnell. Uh, oh yeah. And I can't remember the girl's the name. The child. She was on other stuff. Uh, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sure she's grown up to be no doubt famous.
1: Uh, Michelle Trachtenberg. There we oh, there you go. go. I nice can sometimes work. do that.
0: Well, that's your dorkdom, is that you know who these people are, right? Well, like she was you... also on
1: Pete and Pete. That was also another. Which I
0: don't even know what that is. It was
1: a Nickelodeon show with two brothers named Pete.
0: There you and go. Pete. <laughs> two brothers named Pete? Yes. Like they were both named Pete?
1: They were both named Pete. I see and what
0: And they they're were they're...
1: both redheads, which I'm sure didn't help at all. And one of them had, a at age, like was really little, and he had a, a Hawaiian uh, woman tattoo yeah. that would dance around. Oh, that he
0: could make dance? hmm See, I'm aged out of the whole Nickelodeon, Disney Channel sitcoms.
1: I I, I was very much of the age when they started. Yeah. Uh, I was also of the age of wanting to audition for that and not getting the opportunity.
0: Because you didn't grow up here, did you?
1: I, well, at the time, uh, during that time, I was in Fresno, California. So.
0: Well... Fres, yes, is what uh, nobody says. Yeah,
1: everyone definitely wants a big no on that. Seat. Yeah, except
0: for uh, we have a nephew actually who loves Fresno.
1: Is he okay? Uh, no, no, he's not. <laughs> he's uh,
0: he's a troubled youth. Oh my god! Uh, but he's like 24, and he grew up in a shittier town. That's and
1: That's impressive. <laughs> yeah,
0: he grew up in Lindsay, California, where the <gasps> olives are from.
1: I keep forgetting that that is an option.
0: That isn't. Uh, that is wasn't his wasn't his option. So when he moved to Fresno, he was like. Oh, my God, the big city. Oh, yeah. And we said, please come to Los Angeles <laughs> and stay in our guest room and go to college here. And he was like, no, Fresno's great. And he was like, okay, uh, do whatever you want. You're 24.
1: Some, sometimes people don't know. Like they don't, he's, he'll eventually understand that better. Yes, he'll better figure it out.
0: He's actually now living in mm-hmm. Palm Desert.
1: Wow. Which he's, is
0: also dumb. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's fine if you're 70. Some people
1: like that, though. Yeah. Like their it, whole lives they just don't want to live in a fun place. Right.
0: <laughs> right. It's uh, it, possibly more work, except for that it's just as much work, as far as I can tell, to meet new people and yeah. find people you like. And Well, also, there's this weird ideal where people just like,
1: I just want to live out in the middle of nowhere. That's uh, true. And it's like, that's, like, if anything bad happens, no one's going to come to help you.
0: No one is going to come. <laughs> and if uh, the, the North Koreans, mm-hmm. if they make it to here, we're at ground zero. It's going to go quick. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it'll be fine. There's no People reason. People have to...
1: all these apocalypse plans. I'm like, I want to just go out first. <laughs> right, right. I can go. Like, what am I? I don't want to survive. I don't want to be a leader. I don't want to be a follower.
0: <laughs> right. Where's that sitcom? Exactly. Uh, when, when the threats come, the threats come, the threats oh, come, and the... you and I are on the front line of, did you need us to die first? We're uh, going to be over here.
1: how about we don't do anything? <laughs> And you guys give us whatever we need. <laughs> exactly.
0: So I mentioned television in an effort to get to yes. uh, my your favorite my. Uh, television programs. Mm-hmm. of, And they're mostly sitcoms. I love they're sitcoms. They're mostly black sitcoms, I love you black
1: sitcoms. I love, yeah, I do have an obsession with all sitcoms, but black sitcoms, I think, it's really weird because it's a whole, like, wave of television yeah. that is, that was popular to just a specific community. And...
0: Right. It was, for some reason, just the flipping of channels. Yeah. And if I saw a black sitcom, I would not stop. I'm sorry. I, don't I know, because I was missing out. You're missing was, so much out. I was out. missing out.
1: Um, like, obviously there were like, as, as a child, there were the big ones. Sanford and um, Son, the, the Jefferson, for my childhood, um, yes. it was the
0: Jeffersons, which I did watch.
1: That was a great show. And
0: Sanford and Son we watched. So those, that it's not true, I, uh. I skipped. There was just three, <laughs> but remember, there was only three channels. So
1: you started at the 70s, which yes. was Norman Lear, I, who I thought, I think he, even though he's a white guy, sort of created the formula, uh, for how black sitcoms began to work and function. Um, and then obviously in the eighties we got introduced with like the black middle class, uh, oh, yeah. and that was like, that's the Cosby show family matters. Uh, right.
0: Oh, right. Because it was, um, good times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it was, it, what was it? It was like what's happening.
1: Good times. Uh, like the Jeffersons was probably the only one that showed black wealth. Yes. Uh, but it showed like black wealth through him, like. Getting super rich and right. knowing what to do, right? With and it. it wasn't
0: just middle class, normal mm-hmm. walking around. We're gonna just, uh, you know, have lives. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what was 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 it? Wait. So what, what are we talking? Like, 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 I would probably say, unpack? like, uh, Family
1: Matters is one that we watched obsessively. Okay. Uh,
0: Which I can't even remember.
1: What I that love one is. Fa- Family Matters. Uh, Steve Urkel. Steve. Uh, oh, that that's, was
0: that's right. The Steve Urkel yes. one.
1: Uh, I love that one a lot because... Well, first, it's A, a spinoff of Perfect Strangers.
0: Oh, is it?
1: Yes. Uh, With uh,
0: Mark Lynn Baker. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the <laughs> only reason I know that is because he was in a movie.
1: And it's... Uh, was it Bronson...
0: Yes, Pinchot. Pinchot, Pinchot. Yes. Bronson Pinchot. So the f- um, that was a spinoff.
1: The 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 mother on Valley Matters, Harriet Winslow, yeah. uh, that character was on Perfect Strangers. She was actually the security guard... Uh, on the of elevator, the, Yes. and they she was so likable that they gave her the spin-off was about to, was about her and her family, right? And then she became a secondary character the second Steve Urkel showed up,
0: right? <laughs> Which I'm sure made her furious, oh, sort of like, oh, I'm sure she. I think
1: she just accepted it, except she wasn't oh, on the final season of the show, so I don't know what happened, right? Uh, but that is a heartbreaking story for me because it's like, oh. You, she was you were so well-liked that you got your own show, and yep. then it became <laughs> and the then, least uh, important character. Exactly, because a
0: slapstick guy, because yeah. uh, he was goofy-looking, right? And your he, daughter's uh stalker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. The classic neighbor stalker yes. kid who Which was... Which your
1: cop husband does nothing about.
0: <laughs> nope. And he doesn't care. <laughs> Actually, fun. they
1: become great friends over time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was, but that one, it's, it was so absurd, but also really, like, it's, there's a quality to uh, those family sitcoms where they just have this loving um, moment at the end, and, like, times where I've cried multiple times uh, throughout these, Mm -mm. but I also love... Were
0: they a very special episode, or were they just normal? They... Because, you know, like, there'd be learnings episodes. Of course. Yeah.
1: Like, uh, like, the, the grandmother, uh, went and taught... Uh, one of the kids' uh, high school class about the civil rights movement. Okay, and how how she she talked about segregation and mm-hmm. the oppression she dealt with, and that was obviously
0: <laughs> very like, powerful. <laughs> and we were just like, this is going to be in the sitcom. Yeah,
1: and it was a solid moment. Yeah, like, I I cried that episode for sure. Yeah, um, and also there was a great thing about it was that um, uh, Harriet Winslow there was a, there's an Aunt Rachel who lived with the family. So okay, she was a divorced or no a widowed. Uh, military uh, wife. A military widow. Uh, and her and her son uh, had to move in with them. And so there's that side element. Like, it's not even like, uh, like, that's not even treated as like, this is a, like, this, like, it just added this wonderful element to how families function. Come together. Yeah.
0: And yeah, you're just like, and it's sort of. And it didn't feel at all like adding like a new kid to the plot, like third season. Well, no, the, it was she was actually there from oh from the, the beginning of the from the very beginning. Hey, like, Family Matters on Netflix. <laughs> this sounds great. <laughs> this sounds great, actually. She was there it, from the very beginning, and but it's Urkel too, right?
1: It's Urkel. It's Urkel, which is definitely the the forefront of everything. But there is always I love the little nuanced things that they like to do. I yeah. always like the fact that they there's a psychic character. Um, and there was a few sidekick characters like mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Winslow, the eldest son, had a best friend named Waldo Faldo. Okay, <laughs> and uh, he's from a broke, like from a weird broken home as well. Right. It's, uh, and so he ends
0: up hanging around. Exactly. a lot. Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then uh, Laura Winslow, the, the girl that's being stalked by Seaverkel, has a best friend named Maxine, also from a very weird broken home. Right.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> uh,
1: and there's always like this weird, like little, like this is happening over here would be a much more interesting sitcom. <laughs> but
0: but we're going to focus on this guy who pulls his pants exactly. up too high and walks like a weirdo.
1: Which is, I always love that about, like, I could happily watch a sitcom spin-off of literally every character.
0: <laughs> from, that, from that sitcom. That wasn't Urkel. And I think
1: that, like, that's what happened with Perfect Strangers. They were like, hey, this little side character with a yeah. very interesting story, let's just build a world Let, around her.
0: Exactly, because that, yeah,
1: I think they just keep doing that over and over again, and I would be content until they end a time.
0: <laughs> I think so because that's the um, that's what you always hope with mm-hmm. uh, uh, who was just in a movie that stole the damn movie. Uh, oh, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. That's yes. it. Yeah, and everyone's like. Why isn't she famous? Let's give her movies and television mm-hmm. shows and everything. And that's exactly what this is. She's right? a
1: side character, and just, she yeah, has just,
0: and, and, like, and that's the same thing that happened with
1: Melissa McCarthy. She yeah. was on Gilmore Girls, playing the smallest of the, roles. <laughs> the smallest role in the world, and she had the biggest persona, yeah. the yeah, entire she, time.
0: It, it just chewing up scenery exactly. when she was on Gilmore Girls. I freaking love Suki. Yeah, and, and
1: but she got such a tiny little like glimpse of how great of an actress she is. Yeah, and it's like maybe we should always maybe everything we should all take a moment and stop and f- look at the side characters and go we should make them the star <laughs> right
0: <laughs> right and i love that the writing was good enough that they were allowed to shine was exactly. the writing good enough or um, was it just that the people were good enough to shine the actors were very
1: good I'll, like all the, that's the great thing about black sitcoms is that they're all amazing theater actors that uh, no one's ever heard of, of course, because it's that's how the black acting world is. Like they always assume, like it's it's like it's like how black Twitter works. People are people like it's a different thing over here? I'm like, no, it's literally in front of your face. You're just <laughs> glossing over it. Right, every you're just day. looking
0: <laughs> beyond it, going, I wonder if there's anyone working. It's like, yeah,
1: they're, they're happily there. they are always been yeah. like. And it was sort of, and um, it was a moneymaker for a good chunk from the late '80s to the '90s. Okay, uh, and that's what UPN and the WB they actually. Like that was oh, that's right. Half of their programming were black sitcoms, yeah. Uh, and, and some of them
0: were great and some of them were not, like all sitcoms.
1: Um, they were a lot of terrible ones. And I wa- like, Homeboys in Outer Space is one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, I, is it? <laughs> it? It It's only, was I think it was only on for like a season and a half. Okay.
0: And a half. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yes. everything
1: you could imagine something called Homeboys in Outer Space yeah. could be is mm-hmm. there for <laughs> the taking. Yeah, it is. Right. A bad life
0: choices after mm-hmm. bad life choices
1: so, like they had like a like a, their spaceship was a a hoopty that they drove around oh, in space good Lord and it was I and can't, just
0: made it without anybody blinking. they said I, no, this is a good idea
1: it's it's a great idea. I watched every episode <laughs> i and it's not available anywhere to watch it's very hard really.
0: oh really, maybe on or, youtube maybe I'm buried. looking
1: forward to the end of time my like my life so I can get that uh <laughs> Life before I uh, flash. Like, oh right, right. So, so you can, can watch, watch all of the everything. episodes. The <laughs> Boys in outer
0: space. Who was anyone in it? That's uh, um, I'm sure. But he's still working. But anybody uh, famous?
1: The only it's a it's a slightly famous person. Uh, sure, was an actor, uh, black ac- actor named Flex, who went on to do uh, just a couple of other black sitcoms, and that was about it. Okay, um,
0: and hopefully is teaching acting somewhere. Maybe and I'm sure he's, uh, <laughs> he. I'm sure he's fine. But
1: yeah. Flex, one name, was his name. One name, <laughs> Flex. One name,
0: Flex. Did he? Uh, was he no, fit? He was actually a little scrotty. It was really... <laughs> oh, that is weird, because... So I gonna, think it was
1: his given name. <laughs> it must be... All right,
0: we're going to name him Flex. All right. Maybe he's uh, flexible.
1: But it was also on another UPN sitcom called One on One, which was also another... It was about a father and daughter uh, living together for the first time. It was... It's also uh, a wonderful... I know a lot.
0: Yeah. Them. Yeah. Well, so... Uh, also, on for just a couple of seasons, or I think that was on for four seasons and four seasons that's plenty uh, almost five for syndication
1: there was another actor from another show that went on to that uh, but it's yeah i I wish I could remember the names for that, yeah, um, but yeah, this is kind of where I dwell is where I can just <laughs> right um, like my fi- my favorite thing but like going back to family matters is um telma hopkins mm-hmm. who plays the aunt that uh oh right the, the widow, the widow aunt. yeah uh she was also on um give me a break with Nell Carter. she played right. uh Nell Carter's best friend mm-hmm. she was also half oh, I remember her. of don from tony orlando and don oh was she yeah <laughs> she's also the lady on what? uh the shaft theme song that said shut your mouth <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, see she's steady work right there, Telma. And uh that's awesome. I she was Dawn?
1: Yes. <laughs> she was Dawn was two women.
0: Oh was two it was two different
1: Dawn was a made up of two two women. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why they're just called Dawn. Yeah. But it was just her and another woman and they were would, singing and, and with they, Tony Orlando. Yeah.
0: Tony Orlando would sing and then he would do duets with one of the other.
1: Uh no, he would sing and they would usually they were be both the chorus. His backup. Yeah. So okay. That was just his backup group he they just they called them, call them dawn.
0: <laughs> i fucking love that <laughs> gutsy stuff i like it
1: you're one lady
0: <laughs> <laughs> tony orlando i'm me i'm gonna be me but you are gonna be t- w- not just don's don dawn. just don you're just gonna be too it's gonna be fun.
1: people yeah. will figure this out this will make sense <laughs> <laughs> no i never did never not three was- times we got too many questions
0: <laughs> exactly so okay so now we're in the early 90s. Yes. Which uh, Homeboys in Outer Space and One-on-One. I think that was the
1: mid-90s. Uh, okay. And they also, it was a lot of, um, it was sort of like, it was, the, it was a second generation. Well, actually at this point, it's like third generation black sitcoms. Okay. Uh, and you can, you'd also see like people from other sitcoms try and move on, like uh, Malcolm Jamal Warner, who played. Uh, the son? Theo Huxtable. Yep. He was also on a UPN sitcom with Eddie Griffin. He had his own. Malcolm and Eddie.
0: Now, I remember Malcolm they and They owned their
1: own bar. Uh, and it's, I
0: worked at a closed captioning company, and we captioned that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so
1: it's a fun show. It was very weird. Um,
0: it seems super weird.
1: Uh, there's also it was sort
0: of Odd Coupley, right? Oh, yeah. Wait, didn't you tell me there was a a black Odd Couple?
1: There was a black Odd Couple, but um, that was in the '80s. I think. That was in the '80s, and it was starring a. It was starring the oh the guy the from- son on Sanford and Son.
0: Lamont, the guy yes, who played Lamont, and
1: I can't remember the actor's name. Uh, that was only on for one season, uh, but it is—it was—it literally was just the same <laughs> scripts, Just it was actually was the same scripts. good they, they just, <laughs> They're like, Let's they just recast happens.
0: them <laughs> and was Lamont uh, Tony Randall or was he uh, I think he'd be the tidy one
1: no he was actually the sloppy one he was the sloppy one he was the sloppy one
0: interesting he was not
1: a junkyard in Sanford and Son so I can only assume <laughs>
0: <laughs> that he became the sloppy exactly. one but I thought because he was always so handsome in the in Sanford. oh and yes son. yeah so. but, he, I th- I, but I clearly he got, put, he got cast I think, as...
1: he, they, they, uh, I think they made because he was I think the, the second actor was uh, more light-skinned than him, and okay. they made the light-skinned one, the neat one. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <Which That's, is
0: laughs> that's n- nobody else noticed that, I bet, mm-hmm. uh, except everyone.
1: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, us. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I also, one thing I do love about black sitcoms is that they, uh, the trope of the uh, the wealthy black girl. Um, okay. There was like, what's that trope? Oh, uh, that's uh, Hillary Banks okay. from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yes, it is like, and it's also like in other things, which is a very weird like you like it's a like I, it's always surprising that to see this this snobby black girl like Lisa Turtle on uh, Say by the Bell. <laughs> okay, there was also Stacey Dash's character on Clueless, uh, oh. but Hillary Banks was the first one where you saw her walking around amongst black people like I don't want to be. Here. <laughs> And that one that one i've always found like because it's not one that genuinely exists this snobby black girl that doesn't want to be associated with black people oh, right
0: right <laughs> like what a weird thing that that would be yeah. you'd be like no i need to hang out with somebody we're gonna <laughs> hang out and uh, it's just like no i did you need to borrow this handbag yeah and uh or whatever and but that, it's
1: it was such a yeah, it's such a fun thing to see <laughs> right like,
0: like what would a rich
1: black woman be like oh
0: Well clearly an (laughs) asshole (laughs) She'd just be mean as hell Just be the meanest woman in the world And I clearly (laughs) think she's better than everyone And um, wasn't there one uh, A a, a rich black girl trope I think now that that you've mentioned it I'm like Was there one in Bring It On?
1: There wasn't one on Bring It On. Uh, there was one. I think it all started off with... The, uh, I can't remember the actress's name that was on Dynasty. Okay. But she was the one that claimed that she wanted to be the first black bitch on television. Okay. So she... She created like So she legacy. made this insane... Like... like. <laughs> And, but I think it played on to the idea, like, when people saw that, they were like, this is a fun thing to just kind of shimmy we're, we're around. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, make the rich girl black. <laughs>
0: like, what? <laughs> what happened? And, uh, yes, because that's something. It's like, yeah, because now if she's mean, you can't be mad at her. <laughs> right, you can't be mad at her, like, you can't be anything but supportive of whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what, so which ones, what else were you watching? I love oh, the idea my of all of
1: these. I, I, uh, wow, I have so many. I obviously watched Moesha. Oh yeah, uh, which is the Brandy's uh, sitcom. Yeah. Um, what channel was that on? That was also, I believe, a UPN show. Uh,
0: it, yeah, because it was regular network. It was not mm-hmm. cable. No, it was definitely. But it reg- was the. It was the extra. It was the coming of the new networks. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was.
1: It was, it was the, definitely the third generation. Uh, yeah. And it was like sh- it's. A, Brandy's a phenomenal singer. Yeah. Uh, I always feel very bad for where her career is at the moment.
0: <laughs> where what, what was the plot of Moesha?
1: Um, Moesha was, she was living with her single father and her younger brother. Okay. And he recently got remarried. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. To, stepmom? Uh, stepmom, who I wish I could say the name of right now because she's an amazing theater actress. Okay. Uh, and she, like, it's one of those Went things where she... Just- well, she's still, I think she's, like, I, I feel like she's already been a Tony Award winner. Um,
0: but she's probably in yes. New York doing <laughs> theater. Okay.
1: But it's it's definitely one of those things. It's insane the amount of, like, Broadway uh, actors are in just sitcoms.
0: Just sitcoms never, in the 90s. Uh, okay.
1: And never, like, like highly regarded. Like, uh, Loretta Devine was on The Carmichael Show. Okay. Uh, oh, she yeah. is... Like she was on the first uh, cast of Dreamgirls. Yep. Uh, when it hit Broadway, she's an amazing singer, an insanely wonderful actress, and the fact that most people don't know her name, right?
0: Right, and <laughs> I only know <laughs> of her name. Like, but yes. that's true of almost everyone. But so. she's
1: yeah, and she's an amazing actress, and that's like Alfie Woodard is another one who's. An amazing performer that's been around for three decades. Yeah. And has the anything. country can name Right. Her.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> she should have had 900 Oscars by now. Right. But no one's going to do
0: Nobody's it. Nobody's got any idea. They're like, oh, she looks vaguely familiar.
1: And mm-hmm. Angela Bassett's another one that I right. feel like she should have about 30 Oscars because she's played every black woman in history.
0: <laughs> right, completely. She's like, oh, should we get an Angela Bassett look, uh, someone who, like, exactly. type? Or should we just get Angela <laughs> Bassett? Bassett? And I Angela Bassett's like, I'm available. Please I'm work available. me. Yeah. The fact that she was, like, the idea is
1: how good she was on uh, on Coven, uh, yeah. American Horror Story, and like this, that she's not in literally every movie still, and every, she still right. looks exactly the same for right. the last twenty
0: years. Yeah, I just I was at the San Francisco Comic Con a weekend or so ago, and um, Nichelle Nichols mm-hmm. was oh. uh, two... Uh, my friend Miley Flanagan is the voice of Naruto, uh, the comic. Uh, oh, yeah, the cartoon anime, thing, yeah. the anime thing, and so three people over. It was. Uh next to Miley was the woman who played Gabrielle in Xena. Okay. Yes. Next to Gabrielle in Xena, it was Sean Aston Aston. Rudy. Is. Yes. Uh mm. and Lord of the Rings. And then next to him was Nichelle Nichols. <sighs> and uh, I would have lost
1: my mind on Nichelle
0: <laughs> Right, right. I was like, she looks exactly the same, but seated, because mm-hmm. she's a hundred. And
1: um only person in that cast that knew, knew how to sing. And wanted to be a singer. Yeah,
0: yeah. Wanted to be but a singer.
1: Had the least successful singing career. <laughs> William Shatner, who can't sing, right? Has
0: albums. <laughs> yeah.
1: The People like yet she is she's an amazing singer. Really, like, she's a really really good singer. Okay, that I did not yeah. know. like. It is definitely uh, definitely worth listening to. Um, not, Find
0: the the works of Nichelle Nichols.
1: Not like the obviously original songs were an issue. Uh, but, oh, because like I don't think the music that she sang was. Like like they were she just, either did covers or her original music wasn't that great,
0: right? But everybody which, was doing covers mm-hmm. back in the '60s. That's what some, there, that's there, there was, all William
1: Shatner did, right? Like, just terribly, that, certainly, <laughs> but not
0: not well. Oh, uh, but there was like. There was like a whole group of people who wrote songs and a whole group of people that sang songs and only with Bob Dylan did he ruin that. Yeah, he just and made he He's made. just like someone else should sing your songs, Bob. <laughs> and then uh I get 9 emails telling me that Bob Dylan's amazing. Um uh, I'm sure you Dylan? do, but I will yeah.
1: happily tell you that you are absolutely right that he's a terrible singer. He's a terrible singer. I can't no understand can what be. he's
0: saying. I'm sure it's very and and it is very beautiful. And it's the
1: thing is like every time I hear somebody else sing his songs, I'm like, this is good
0: Right <laughs> Exactly like, This is really good Right Why did I have to suffer through his croaking rooster oh, voice? I just feel
1: like there's been so many white guys at a party that have cornered <laughs> <laughs> You're like, You haven't really listened to Bob Dylan No, I've really no, listened I, I, I've been forced right. I've been cornered the, There's <laughs> an album
0: called Chimes of Freedom That, I, that someone gave me and oh. is trapped on my phone You know like that U2 album? Oh my so God. when you when I turn on my car, it's the first, because it's on iTunes. So it's like, it's always on. Like, they don't seem to comprehend how piercing
1: that voice is if you don't like it.
0: Well, here's the good news about Chimes of Freedom. It's all other people doing his work. Oh, good. Song. Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. i happy to listen to that.
0: It, it, oh. uh, parts of it are still terrible, uh, because <laughs> not everything is great. Yeah. <laughs> not, and well, it also, have you're to not be.
1: supposed to like everything. That's no,
0: fine. you don't have to like everything. It'll be fine.
1: But yeah, but it's yes. Yeah, I think Bob Dylan's like cilantro.
0: Oh yeah, some people it tastes like soap.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bob Dylan tastes a little bit like soap for me. Uh, a lot. And like weirdly soap enough, for me. I like Leonard Cohen, and he can't sing out of a paper bag. You yeah, know, he has such a
1: very mellow voice.
0: Right. It's it's sort of all one. Yeah, but it seems to be on key.
1: I think, it's and just, I can
0: understand what he's saying.
1: There's more depth to his voice. Well, I think there's a nasal thing with.
0: With uh, it yeah. just
1: it just it gets there's a register and it, <laughs> right. I just can't do it.
0: That's what it makes me want to do. So, um, all right, now, now
1: where did we leave where off? Where did we leave off? <laughs> Moesha, Moesha, um, Brandy Norwood uh, went by Brandy at the time, right? Uh And that was also. Like that, I'm trying to remember. The Waynes brothers had their own, like uh, Mar- Mar- Marlon and Sean Waynes also had their own show right. called The Waynes Brothers. Yeah, uh, with um, uh, John Witherspoon playing their dad. Yeah, who I think is also another amazing actor. And stand up comedy records uh, that he had in the '70s. Oh, really? Are because he stays in character. I feel like he's been that character for 40 years. <laughs>
0: What's the character?
1: Uh, just this uh, like grumpy dad. This grumpy. Character? Grandfather, Dad, whatever situation yeah. he's put in,
0: <laughs> just old dude. Yeah, just co-
1: like, but he's just. They're he's just like it's so weird the things he decides to joke about because it's just almost like like a fever dream. Yeah, uh, it's almost <laughs> like, uh, if, if, uh, like if if like if Richard Pryor just did mudbone. <laughs>
0: yeah, which I don't know what that is. <laughs> or
1: uh, I think it's a mudbone. I forget, but it's that character that he does uh, was a. The older gentleman uh, oh. that travels around.
0: <laughs> it was a tra- it was a traveling character, mm-hmm. like a kind of hobo-y kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Uh,
1: John Witherspoon. Uh, it's pretty much like d- he's decided to do this insane fever dream of a character that talks absolute nonsense.
0: Right. And I uh, see. I pictured it uh, more roll up the um, the hose kind of guy. It's not that, or it's, it's that, but also it's weirder. It's definitely
1: like a the get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The dad he's, he's, character, yeah. uh, but like, uh, but like. <laughs> Don't you don't want to go in this room? I just took a dump, kind of character. Oh, that's it. Okay, so he's he's literally
0: he's that guy. It's, he's
1: he's it, and it's just it's so he's done that persona mm-hmm. in literally every character he's been given mm-hmm. as an actor, and I. I have never been sick of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Never disappointed. Well played.
1: Like, I remember watching it on Friday, then he moved it over to the Wayne's Brothers, then he did it on the Boondocks cartoon.
0: (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) He just, it's been,
1: and it's just like, it's a long career
0: of Of, of that character. Of working that character. You know what? When I think about stand up comedy, I think we all write the same joke anyway. Yeah. And so, why not? (laughs) I mean, we talk about the same things.
1: Like well, that's th- all the stuff that matters,
0: to right? The stuff that matters to you. But if, if you like, if you look at, I was just talking to Kilmartin Martin about how mm-hmm. Rickles kind of painted himself into a corner with that insult comedy, and so he can't really write new jokes. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't like because you have to keep making fun of people that right. Just... And it's, I mean, there's only so many things you can make fun of, and then it's then you're done. Yeah, and then you're just making fun of those same things, and so. Well, that's
1: also, you have to, it requires it to be, like, upset, and then eventually...
0: (laughs) It's exhausting.
1: I'm not upset all the time.
0: Right. (laughs) At least Joan Rivers, I mean, Joan Rivers talked about, like, family stuff, and then she had uh, several uh, stage ticks that bugged the hell out of me, but I have stage ticks that bug the heck out of myself, so...
1: I think she, like, she went self-deprecating while also mocking society.
0: Yes, so it was, all of her early stuff was mostly self-deprecating, and then it was... Some self deprecating and then other just making fun of exactly. the rest of it. And it was more storytelling at the end. Yes. So, and it was, it had a chance to move somewhere, but they were sort of the same. They were the same, you know, she was just, people got to get their act together. I mean, that was her whole life was, why are you such a, an asshole?
1: But I think there are people who are very versatile. Uh, like, I think Willie Goldberg was insanely versatile in her stand up. Right. And um, it changed. And it's like, I remember, like, she did a special, I think, felt like five years ago.
0: Did she do one five years ago? I, I feel saw like within the last relief, ten years, and I saw her one woman special. I think the one woman
1: special is the one that I'm talking about. Was that within the, the last?
0: Not the, not the one in the late eighties.
1: Okay, we're talk I'm talking about one she did in the last decade or so. Okay,
0: then uh, I haven't. I don't think I've seen that.
1: But the one, I'm, the one she does the. Uh, that's when she does the uh, Crackhead character, right?
0: Well, that's the late eighties, yeah. early nineties. The, yeah.
1: the, the more recent one, she was it was almost like a uh, storytelling kind oh, of yeah. show. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, she's an amazing Mm storyteller. So, and 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 quite, and she can tell any. But also,
1: so different from where she began that place to
0: where she is now. Right, and like insanely
1: different. Right, and
0: her acting chops are always so weird because you're like, what are you casting her as? And like, she was on Star Trek: Next Generation, yes, as the psychic lady,
1: and to play that at the same time as Sister Act two. And Sister, and sister Act.
0: Yep. It's like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Which And uh, one of my favorite movies uh, in college was Jumpin' Jack Flash.
1: Jumpin' Jack Flash is a phenomenal movie. <laughs> it's
0: a phenomenal, it's, it's a such a great movie. I also
1: love Burglar. Oh, yeah. That's her and Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah. And uh, it's such an underrated comedy.
0: It is. It's dumb, but it's so, it wasn't but supposed to not be. It. <laughs> it was supposed to be dumb, and it worked out perfectly. I love that.
1: I but uh, I
0: actually now I want to see that. I've seen Jumping Jack Flash, and recently. she had
1: two seasons of her own show too, where she was the super oh. of a of a building in New York. That's uh, right. And her brother uh, was living with her because he, I think his business was failing. Or, okay. And she, had, and she was putting him back on his feet. Yep. And George Bush was president, so she was shit-talking him left and right throughout the show.
0: Oh, my God. And yeah. there were two seasons of that? I think
1: there was two seasons of that one.
0: Was it H.W. Bush or early 2000s? Oh, it was the second Bush. Second, Bush. second so, Bush. So we're talking early 2000s. Early
1: 2000s, yeah. It was the aughts. Huh? I think it was the aughts, yeah. For sure they are. I
0: like that you refer to them as the odds. <laughs> and uh yeah, burglar uh yeah, I need to I need to see that again.
1: I also there was another one that I've, I'm I Like can't there's remember
0: famous enough. ones, like Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm.
1: And did you watch that? I did watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. you um, did not? No, I did. I watched oh, you all did. of it. Oh yeah. From beginning in. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been every single episode. I would have
0: been enormously surprised if you had missed.
1: Um that one, like I definitely like, it, we watched it, but I wouldn't say it's, my, like, my number one of all time. Like, I for sure watched it all the time. Yeah? Because but which
0: one. ones were better than that? I mean, because um, that, was, that was late 90s, right? It was
1: late 90s. No, that was early... Oughts? Early mid-90s. <laughs> oh, mid-90s. <laughs> early to mid-90s. Because I think yeah. uh, Fresh Prince uh, premiered in 91. Okay. Uh, and that went on for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it they, really did. We cast Aunt Viv on that one, which was heartbreaking. Because mm-hmm. uh, I love the original actress. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I also love the replacement too.
0: Yeah. Um it's it just takes a second. Um but
1: Whenever there was a, we I think Living Single was probably the one that we enjoyed the most.
0: Oh okay. That was
1: Queen Latifah. Um, yeah. Kim Fields AK d from The Facts of Life. Yeah. Um
0: It was essentially like single women in their like late 20s or 20s oh, and yeah. 30s and just out and live in single exactly i remember that
1: yeah and the like khadija uh quintiva's character owned okay. a mag flavor magazine okay uh and her cousin uh f- who's like from the boondocks moves in with her that's, that's right. the start of
0: <laughs> right is it was it jack a
1: no it was not jack a it was, um, I can't remember the actress's name right now. She was also uh, on the first season of A Living Color. Okay. Um, and uh, just a big personality kind yeah. of character. Just like a naivete
0: Okay. Uh, oh, it's Betty White, kind of, and Golden Girls? Uh, very, very close, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like a black version of the movie. Right, whatever I... It's like, on I'm, I'm in the
1: big city working, the for big my, ex- working for my cousin's magazine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, it's going to be awesome. And-,
1: and they also had two, two male neighbors, Okay. Uh, Overton and... Oh, my God, I forgot the other character's name, and I know that's not many people would care, but a lot of but black people will. will be very angry with me. Yes,
0: there's some people that are full um, of rage yelling at their iPods. And that was
1: another, it was like, it was a lot. And they also had, uh, because it was Kim Fields. Queen Latifah, her cousin, living in the, the house. Yeah. Uh, and they also had a neighbor who was a lawyer, Maxine, a very powerful lawyer, yet she would just bum off of them all the time. <laughs> the right, very successful
0: lawyer, but she was one of the neighbors that just popped in. Yes. Like Kramer or whatever. Yes. And, but if it
1: was a powerful, smart black woman?
0: <laughs> right, exactly. And, um, but
1: she would also talk shit about... <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing, like, it's, it oh, brought in...
0: Wait, so she was antagonistic? She
1: was antagonistic, yes. but she
0: was constantly bumming off of them and popping over. Well, yeah, she was, and she was antagoni-
1: not antagonistic towards Khadija, the main character. Queen okay, Latifah. she was. They were, they were for sure buddy buddy. Oh, okay, she was antagonistic towards uh, what she considered to Kim Fields' to be character, who was this like
0: not as cool.
1: R- like even though she wasn't a rich black girl, yeah. she was uh, the bougie girl who was like oh. wanted. So she was very that again that trope of like, of right right kind of the, bitchy the wealthy black. Yes, <laughs> girl. exactly that. Uh, and they would make fun of her wigs all the time. <laughs> Cause, and also uh, Kim Fields' wig game on that show is insane.
0: The it wig is, game on on Living Single of uh, Kim Fields
1: because they gave her like, the whole point of the character was she wore wigs all the time. Yeah, so her hair would change well, every that's episode. Right.
0: So because it could.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and they were great wigs, even though they were made fun of.
0: Right. <laughs> even though, well, and that's the whole thing about about. I mean. Whenever anybody makes fun of somebody's like, cause someone whose outfit changes every time, yeah. they're like, "No, each of those is a fantastic outfit. It's just the sight gag of exactly. it being something else." Yeah. Well, also,
1: there was a chance that the other three black women on the show were wearing wigs or wigs,
0: <laughs> right? Well, and, and my knowledge of of uh, black lady hair mm-hmm. is entirely from the Chris Rock movie Good Hair.
1: It's the, it goes way even beyond that. Oh, I'm sure. Which is that's always been my favorite thing is uh, when somebody's like. Look at this black actress's new haircut. I'm like, I assure you, <laughs> that hair was not cut. That is not a haircut. <laughs> it <laughs> that was <is> removed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is a, my mother, my, uh, my dead mother used to wear wigs when yeah. I was a kid because uh, it was the 60s, uh, the early 70s, yeah. and everybody wore wigs. Yeah. And I remember she had one of those uh, styrofoam heads that she would store her uh. wig on, right? Because that's what you do. You take your wig off at night, you put it, you set it in curlers, and then you crash
1: you said it. You forget it. You set it
0: and forget it. You wake up the next morning. You put it on. You go to your job at Lloyd's lunch. Oh, wow. Anyway, uh, she works briefly. That makes so no sense. Like, yeah, you don't have to spend that much time working on your own hair. Right. Right. If uh, if you can keep it together long enough to set the wig before you go to bed, exactly. it's all going to work out in the morning. You can just put some makeup on, jam a wig on your head, and head I out. I think the we lived a
1: better better time when we had the option when of there wearing wigs, more wigs.
0: <laughs> more wigs. <laughs> Maybe just, wigs will be back.
1: I think – well, b- wigs are still very much alive amongst uh, black women. Right, in the black communities. Yep. And I think celebrities are for sure using wigs and weaves all the time. Yep. But it but used to be more last. available. Yes. And more
0: – More accessible and – And
1: affordable. Right, because wigs are so expensive. It's very expensive. It's insane how much it costs to get hair done.
0: Right. And I wonder about, like, if it would make more sense – this is a different episode of The Dork Forest – make <laughs> more sense to invest in uh, a couple of great wigs – or to keep doing that weave, when it's it comes question. to when it comes to lady hair, black lady hair, um, uh, email me, you guys. This is <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Uh, but um, hey, was there ever a black version of Bosom Buddies? Because um, I remember watching three. I only watched the I watched the first three seasons of any sitcom I get sucked into.
1: I'm trying to remember. Like I think I've only watched one season of *Bosom Buddies
0: it's uh the, it's Which, the two guys they dress as women they gotta dress to to as go women to into, right live at the <laughs> women's uh, house, house youth hostel or um, whatever
1: Tom Hanks and and the blonde guy the other guy yeah
0: who's uh, famous but I don't remember his name is, I don't I don't know how famous how fa- he is no he was middling middling so he, he, he ended up getting some more work as well like I remember, he was on
1: the uh, TV, uh, the TV show version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes, he played he, the, he played Rick Moranis exactly.
0: He was the dad part, yes, and did an excellent job if I yes, remember correctly. I've, even though I only saw part, it was on ago.
1: for like two seasons. <laughs> right,
0: that didn't. It's the same thing. Somebody yeah. gets shrunk.
1: I have a lot of knowledge of, <laughs> <laughs> of sitcoms, especially right. if they were on for two seasons. Um, but Living Single, I think, would be. Like one of your very the faves. crowning glory, uh, and I also uh, Martin and Martin uh, Martin Lawrence love that show so much.
0: Why? Um, what was it?
1: He Martin played four different characters on the show. Did he? He played his own mother. He played this. Did he
0: get in on the ground floor of this? I'm going to play multiple characters thing.
1: I think that's just. I think that was. I think that was already like going about for a while, but okay. he sort of just made it. Uh, the TV's
0: He manifested it the TV best was. on television. He played, right
1: uh, Shanene, this, uh, the girl that was in love with him okay. but, uh, and hated his girlfriend, Gina.
0: <laughs> Did <laughs> he play Gina? Uh,
1: no, Gina was his actress. <laughs> Gina was played by Tisha Campbell, who, okay. another amazing actress. Right. Uh, and her best friend was played, was, uh, Pam who, by, who was played by Tachina Arnold. Uh, okay. Tachina Arnold was the mother on Everybody Hates Chris. Oh. Um, and her, those two, uh, Tisha Campbell and Tina Arnold—they knew each other before Martin. They were actually uh, the black background singers in um, Little Shop of Horrors.
0: Oh my god! There were
1: two of the three. The part. Rick Moranis yes. Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> or the with Steve Martin. It was a Rick Moranis, yeah. Well, they well, were the two, the, the, yeah. the three street girls. Yeah, uh, yeah, who were yeah. Two, the two of them are to Tisha Campbell and China Arnold, who both, who played best friends that? on the sitcom. Oh, that's on Martin sitcom. Oh, that's cool. Um, and he also played like a 10 year old snot nosed kid that tried to sell them like Boy Scout cookies or like get them to buy chocolates for his basketball team and just and had snot on his. <laughs> right, <throat> right. Uh, but they also like they built these insane characters too. Like yeah. his best friend was Tommy and everyone knew he didn't have a job. Like yeah. that is like, like every time he started talking about work, every, all the other characters were like Tommy, You know you ain't got no job. (laughs) And and also his best friend was another was, was this guy named Cole who... Uh, I think the whole writing joke was that his wife was too big to ever be seen, right? Which is like a weird kind of like.
0: Well, it's it's a sitcom kind of joke. It's sort it's of a
1: weird sitcom joke of yeah. the uh, of the weird guy that's dating a wife that has a wife or a girlfriend that's too big to leave or be seen. And you're like, right. What does this mean? Right? How is that safe? Like, why is that somewhere in the background? <laughs> why is this whole character that's t- too fat to leave their house? <laughs> existing in this right you it's never had to write this you didn't
0: have to you didn't have to write that in but you like, thought it was funny
1: and it isn't like uh like niles and fraser has that doesn't he
0: he has his his wife we mm, never maven meet, or, and maven that was uh, her name
1: or mavis 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 um i also believe what? Mary with children had uh peg's mom who's the same situation too right there's like she can't leave, and there's always a running joke about that. And you're like, Right.
0: <laughs> there's something there, there, and uh, Mavis was too big of an asshole to ever be no, seen. Okay, yeah, she hated it. And him. Uh, right, and the, but yeah. I also
1: think there was jokes about her being big as well. I feel like that was there too.
0: Really? I think so. Maybe. Too. I just remember I was like, Okay, so the running joke, and and then then when they get divorced, you're like, you're supposed to be relieved for him, but you're like, why did they marry to begin with? I am always confused. Also, Um, it's such a one sided way to hear somebody's story. Yeah. Like,
1: she's really mean. I'm like, okay, first of all, I've not yet met this woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. She might be she might be sweet. There might be extenuating circumstances. You might be a jerk when you're with her. Yeah. Maybe she's well, just also, responding to that. Fraser and Niles are jerks. Yeah. So. They're not nice
1: men. They're snobs.
0: They're super snobby, <laughs> judgmental dudes. So yeah.
1: I can only I want to I want to meet this person that's meaner than you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How is that even a thing? Like, I think
1: Lilith, like, like, like Frazier, oh, yeah. like, they paint Lilith off as being
0: mean, and you're she, like... She was the biggest bitch in the world, yeah. But it's like, she was no different than him,
1: mm-hmm. and actually, she ended up going on, like, uh, other parts of the world to help people. right. Right. And she's still the mean one. <laughs>
0: she's the mean one because While she's mean, unwilling to essentially deal with his guff, exactly, and that exactly. makes her the biggest bitch in the world.
1: And like every time she shows up, she's like, "I just traveled through Africa to help people." Right, right. But you're, was, and it's like, how she still the mean right. one.
0: <laughs> you're going to see the opera, oh, and gosh. but I'll tell you, that is a weird thing about sitcoms is that the simplification. It's it's one of the reasons why I've had a hard time watching them uh, for a long time. Is that is that people are the jokes are usually so mean? Yes. That it you're just like, wait, why are these people hanging out together? And uh,
1: <laughs> and that's the truth. That is very much so. Like a lot of like Martin, um, him, him and Pam, mm-hmm. uh, his girlfriend's best friend, hate each other's guts. Right. And they would just so they snipe tear, each, tear other. each other down. Yeah. Like viciously, and it was over. Obviously, over like some simple, like it was some simple dumb jokes. Yeah. Uh, But the thing is that on the opposite end of that is there's moments on that show that are outlandishly hilarious. Yeah. That are like, there's this point where a show jumps a shark. Yeah. And I think those, that's when the show gets good because Uh. there are insane moments in it that are much funnier than before. Like there's one episode of Martin uh, where they go on Hawaiian adventure. Oh and
0: they, oh do they oh of
1: course yes, please uh, but here 's the thing is that they ended up staying like they thought they got this luxurious package, but they ended up staying in a shitty like hotel like Bungalow-y. little hut bungalow. Yeah. um and <laughs> there's this a solid five minute scene of this weird uh raccoon monster, like this stuffed creature in right. a corner right and them freaking out and doing the most insane slapstick and trying to fight essentially a stuffed doll <laughs> <laughs> and it's first it's Martin his girlfriend and then later it's Martin and Pam mm-hmm. uh, his, his, enemy, oh, his enemy working together
0: <laughs> right while and insulting finally. each other
1: and fighting a stuffed animal <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh yes. Sitting through four seasons of something to get to that, that might is be worth it.
1: Quite possibly the most hysterical fifteen minutes. <laughs> ever put together on (laughs) tv well clearly it's
0: that should be watched on youtube (laughs) it's uh the stuffed raccoon or monster
1: there's just there's so many moments and especially shanene the neighbor and gina yeah shanene played by martin yes uh hating on his on the girl on the girlfriend and they they are like it's a constant back and forth between the two and it's so uh
0: what uh okay so if Now, if we're going to discuss the jumping of the shark, mm-hmm. what other great um, oh, sitcoms of Jump the Shark that you kept watching?
1: Um, Family Matters jumped For, the shark. Oh, did it? Jump the shark hard. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and they jumped the shark by Steve Urkel's character created a like a machine that had made another version of him, a cooler cool version, version of Stefan Urkel. Stefan Urkel. Or Kel. That is, and at one point, he just, like, he, I wonder, like, in the beginning, it was just him turning into that character. Yeah. And then eventually, he found a way to clone himself and make Stefan or Kel just be a regular character on the show. <laughs> and that was insane. Um,
0: that sounds so horrible. And yet, you can tell. I mean, the actor was probably just like, I can't be this nerd all the time.
1: But even better is that uh, there's also Myrtle Urkel, who was Jaleel White, pretty much dressed as a southern girl version of himself.
0: Oh my god, I do remember that too. I've and, seen the clips of I just.
1: And she was infatuated with uh, Laura's older brother. So okay. both Urkels were trying to get themselves a Winslow kid at one point. And it was, again, freakishly stalkerish. We're just the
0: worst stalkers in the world. <laughs> exactly. What? Okay, so but, that's Family Matters jumping the shark.
1: Um, I think Family Matters worked on in such a way that I th- it jumped the shark very quickly so <laughs> everything just got real fun after that. <laughs> um, and just committed to that. But there's also uh, another episode of Family Matters where his aunt visits him and she's played by Donna Summers.
0: What? And, yeah.
1: But Donna Summers plays a very like quiet, coquettish character yes. and just walks around just like terrified and nervous of everything and at the very end she just goes on stage and, and then sings like Donna Summers. Dumb, dumb
0: turns into Donna Summers.
1: <laughs> and at that point, I actually wasn't familiar with Donna Summers because I was like 11 right. or 12. And I just like, I don't know what this is, but I'm 100% gay now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've blown my mind. <laughs> I need to
1: listen to whatever this, this <laughs> lady has done. This lady has
0: done. Oh, my God. So, okay. So did Fresh Prince jump the shark? Um, Fresh Prince... Uh, it kind of, it, it sort
1: of whimpered out with this jumping the shark. It's It was yeah. it was more along the lines of, there are shows when they jump the shark, they just become insane. Yeah. And there are shows that jump the shark and they just become boring. Right. And that's what Fresh Prince. Yeah, Blair Fresh Prince get, got, got kind route. of
0: weird. I think I watched like the last yeah. couple seasons of it occasionally in like a hotel room. Yeah. And it and wasn't was like,
1: crazy. It was just boring. It was
0: just kind of yeah. a little preachy and a little bit exactly. like.
1: exactly Calm
0: down. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there, is anyone going to trip and fall at any point? Cause yeah. that would be great.
1: Cause I think, I think, uh, like at the, like at the beginning of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith was like, I'm up for doing all the kooky stuff. Yeah. So I think it just became of like, it just became less silly. Right. Um, when
0: he became more serious. Which is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not as much yeah. fun. So it whimpered off more than. But things than, like, uh, Homeboys in Outer Space and One on One, those were born, uh, on top of a shark. Right? Um, I mean, they, yeah. One on one
1: was more of a family thing. It was right. so that one well, was too right. crazy. Homeboys was out of space. Fever dream the whole way. Through. Right, right. It's <laughs> the best. And stuff like that, it, obviously, it also doesn't last that long in American television. Like, if it was, like, a BBC thing, you'll get, like, 20 seasons of this right, <laughs> right. over 30 years of your exactly. life. Exactly. <laughs> we watch them age. Exactly.
0: And, uh, and uh, have lives.
1: But this one, they were like, oh, that one's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, there's an audience for this, I assure you.
0: Right. So what's happening now? What's happening currently in the world of black sitcoms?
1: Um, it's gotten definitely, uh, it's because it went away for so long. Did it? Uh, like after Friends became very successful. Yeah. Like people were like, it, like legit became like nothing but white shows on every major network.
0: Through uh, most of the late 90s and through until 2015. and the odds, yeah. And, yeah. and
1: it's now we're in the fourth generation of black sitcoms and they're starting up. Like Blackish, I think, is an amazing show. Right. The writing on that is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and there's. Uh, the Carmichael Show, which is just gone, uh, but uh, that was crazy. Anthony Anderson okay. um, plays a father. Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, Deanna Ross's daughter, okay. uh, plays the mother. Um, Lawrence Fishburne, uh, who plays uh, Anthony Anderson's dad, even yeah. though I'm pretty sure they're only nine years apart, <laughs> right, right. Um, and I'm going to feel so bad for not remembering uh, the woman who plays his mother. N- she has been on so many things, and she's a f- another phenomenal, amazing actress. And and
0: what, and I've never seen Blackish. I've heard only that it's amazing. It's really. But I haven't watched a sitcom since. So well done.
1: Yeah. Um, And it's so, like, it's just, it's executed in a way where you're like, every character has the most dimensions,
0: which is like. Oh, that's amazing on (laughs) a sitcom because there's never, there's usually cardboard cutouts of humanity.
1: Especially they have a set of uh, fraternal twins that are the youngest kids. Okay. A boy and a girl. And the girl is very smart, very mean. The boy is very dumb, and just the two of them and their dynamic right. with the world and they're what, around like them. Like ten, supposed to be um, like yeah, 10-ish? I think they're like nine or ten. Okay, and it's yeah, like hands down. Okay, like the like especially that little girl. Yeah, she is so sharp and so funny <laughs> <laughs> and so mean. And you're like, I love everything she does. <laughs>
0: and then so okay so there it's a it's a family show that's so one's a family show it's yeah yeah cuz the, the blackish it's mm-hmm. got several generations yeah. but the uh, thing
1: about that is they're they're definitely not shying away from heavy topics like they're like they talked about the trump presidency there's a whole episode where they focus on that they they talk about uh the shootings cop killings black and lives and the, matter they yeah. they didn't they didn't shy away from those things at and all and are
0: they mostly um and lie to me, uh, if, mm-hmm. if this isn't true. Tell me that most of the writers are black.
1: Um, I would assume so, because I know that Anthony Anderson and Lawrence Fishburne are, are the producers. producers and, okay. and I think most of the writers are for sure black. Okay. I know Kenya Bears, one of the creators, is for sure black. <laughs> okay.
0: King of Bears? Kenya. Kenya uh, Bears. Uh, a, I was like, what is King of Bears? <laughs> I want to watch King of Bears. I don't want to watch anything. Um.
1: Uh, <laughs> Kenya? Uh, but it's... Um, but yeah they also a great thing about that show that I was going to say was um it's it's done in a way where the Anthony Anderson's character sort of narrates but okay. he doesn't narrate like the show he narrates the idea of like the black idea oh. behind things. <laughs> okay. Oh, so <laughs> like, it's a
0: he's essentially translating it.
1: It's like this is how black people feel about this situation. Right. And when you're a black person dealing with this, this is how I, we and it's sort of just like kind of trying to explain like the like the like
0: snippet voiceover. Yeah. Kind of stuff, like or? quick,
1: quick, like how black people view a very big experience in the world. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like a nice, but it's also still like as much of the black spectrum you can get from like, cause it's like his parents who grew up poor, yeah. him who made his way in and earned his own keep his kids who are sitting pretty. Yeah. Sitting pretty him, and doing yeah. well. Uh, and his wife who's actually uh, mixed race okay, and the steals, the stuff she deals with, uh, Oh, right. <laughs> with uh, that as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Oh, it's that they've done some wonderful episodes about mixed race that oh, cool. have, I don't think have ever been touched. <laughs> right. Like it's like every topic that, <laughs> that you, <they need. laughs> Right, yeah.
0: you know, it turns out there's probably a lot of topics available. Oh, there's a lot of topics yeah, that nobody's ever addressed <laughs> that the that good for them. Yeah. But I didn't know the Carmichael uh, thing got canceled. How Not many, yet. how many seasons did I he have? I think there were, I'm
1: trying sure to remember if there was three or four. At least uh, three. If I remember, I believe at least three. My my
0: mom's in law watched uh, yeah. it.
1: Yeah, I know Blackish is uh, going into their
0: fifth season now. Well, that's
1: cool. Or it might be their fourth. I'm and what about the f-
0: Chris Rock as a kid? Uh, Everybody hates Chris. That was canceled a while ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and was that was that five years ago, six years ago that it was on?
1: Yeah, and I think that was one of the few black sitcoms that was that made over, it yeah. in the
0: in the early in the middle in of the odds, yeah. yeah, in the odds. Neons. <laughs> and uh, so, hey, by the way, uh, everyone, Rangers, you should know that I am talking to Solomon Giorgio. It's at Solomon Giorgio and solomongeorgio.com And October 20th, half hour special on Comedy Central. And also a new album coming in, out in, Octo- in October as well called uh, Homo Negro Superior. Yeah. <laughs> Negro? Negro. You like Negro. I like them both. It's uh, I'm just doing whatever I'm doing, <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to backpedal and keep moving. <laughs> the,
1: the word means the same in both.
0: Right, right. <laughs> Is it? Um, now you are originally from Ethiopia. Yes. And uh, I don't know why I brought. That's, a good thing. That's all I got. <laughs> it's uh, but because because uh, in the beginning you talked about when your family came here. So yes, I think so this, that yeah, I it. it's been
1: a big thing. Is yeah, uh, is this, the TV and the sitcoms. And but
0: the, now you're doing the road, right? You did you're doing as much the, as I can as here and when, there. Yes. Yeah, I'm
1: and, usually out. I'm usually out, out of town at least two to three times a month.
0: And uh, I'm, I'm I usually like to ask, uh, do you do the NACAs? Do you do I any don't. of the hot, uh, the haven't. colleges? I, gotten, I've done um,
1: colleges I've been doing a few colleges Here and there Yeah uh, But I haven't done a NACA And Right
0: they're in horrible like Three they're years They're a pain in the ass And expensive It it costs money Yeah It
1: requires me to go somewhere And like And I also like I definitely love doing The college shows yeah. I just don't want to do a bunch At the same time
0: Right right I, My buddy Pete Lee Did 96 one year mm-hmm. And uh, the money was great And he wanted to cut himself So It's uh, fun, Yeah
1: It's one of those things Like I love Doing Occasional shows, But I don't like being gone for so long right right because
0: you're here and are you auditioning and and doing yes and i'm writing
1: and stuff and it's like i love Are you
0: writing a sitcom have you tried i am
1: actually in the process of pitching right now there we go i i wrote a spec for something i also have a pitch for another thing and i am one of those people that i'm happy to either do single cam or multi cam i would love both
0: right right you do well and uh, i know that uh I can't even. I don't even know what the difference is. The multicams are um,
1: multicam is filmed in a live studio audience. Studio audience, and that's uh, the whole difference. Yeah, that's like a single cam is like a thirty rock. Or okay,
0: so if there is a multicam, is there ever a multicam without a studio audience? Yeah, I th- I don't think because I
1: think that like it sounds like it's like there's more than one ca- like single cam means there's only one camera, but it's yeah. not. There's actually oh. there could be multiple cameras there too. Okay,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know anything about. Uh, that. But the whole sure. idea
1: of multicam is that. Yeah, you film one scene from multiple cameras because it's in front, it's in a studio set facing right. a live studio audience. Okay, um, I see. And that's that's why the term multi cam applies to that. Makes um, sense. While well, single cam sort of no explains, it it's like right. there's no live studio audience. Right. That's it.
0: So it's just shorthand for what those what that exactly. means. And uh, yeah, and and genuinely, I mean, a live audience I think would be better for jokes.
1: It depends on the jokes too. Like if like there are there are, like. I like them both and I can see like like people some people don't like laugh tracks yeah I don't understand that that's, you don't care uh, no I, I enjoy them or right. I I'll the still sudden, laugh regardless right
0: right. you're not you, you you don't feel driven by a laugh track to laugh
1: Um, and that's the thing is like a, well also there are people that are snobbish like towards that idea like, yes the multi-cam I'm like um, some of the best writing has occurred because of that,
0: right? And but, you're on board. It turns I'm out very with a sitcom, much on board. yeah. Like <laughs> you're like, I just want to do a sitcom because yeah, like, they're the best. Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
1: like well, that's fun people are like but especially like i think like right now people like look down on it because they think of like oh what's going on on like there's the big bang theory is one that's constantly mocked there's also okay. two so they're like these ones aren't good anymore and you're like okay first of all yeah. golden girls is one of the greatest things to ever happen that was yep. a multi-cam, that show. Was
0: multi-cam. <laughs> and it was mm-hmm.
1: a hundred jokes per second <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> right and they loved it he loved it and so yeah and and now sitcoms there's always talk of like whether it's an ensemble cast mm-hmm. or if it's a, a a star vehicle kind of thing, right? Don't they? I think, but isn't everything an ensemble yeah, now? Yeah, I think that's
1: what people tend to forget is like they're like, oh, it focuses mostly on one person, it's like every every good sitcom ends up being an ensemble cast. Yeah. And like people like there's I don't think I can name a single one that is an ensemble cast.
0: Right. That He's isn't
1: like, I think that there's a difference between whether it's uh, Friends, like a group yep. of friends or a family
0: yeah and that's That's essentially all that right and then sometimes it's an office yeah isn't it it's either a work thing or a family thing or a friend thing usually set in a coffee shop or some damn or around but it's some sort of
1: but i think there is a variation like there's one where it focuses on one person more than everybody else uh but on average it's still like like
0: what are you watching right now that you should tell people because we're we're getting we've got of course blackish
1: I have been watching a lot right now. Have you? Uh, that's the thing. <laughs> what did I just... I've just finished watching Glow. Okay. Is um, that a sitcom? It's not a sitcom, but... It, it's actually... It, it's half an hour, so... It, it kind it's of. It's a tough call. That is. Uh, and, and I've heard of it. I don't know. Is uh, it is hysterical. Is it? Yes and oh it's a the, the ladies uh, of wrestling yeah, ladies that's of what wrestling. it <laughs> that's what it
0: stands for
1: <laughs> i watched glow as a kid too oh
0: so uh, i uh, oh there you go that'll help <laughs> yes. it's a wrestling was never i literally just watched the first episode of series 4 of sherlock and that's the first new thing i've watched oh. in a year and a half wow
1: i think i um, i forgot i watched one day at a time which is the um, okay. new norman Lear uh uh, on um,
0: Oh, is that a remake of One Day at a Time? Yeah. The original One Day at a Time? Yeah, it's That's it's a Norman new? Lear, yeah. It's still okay. It's a
1: production. It's, he huh. put it on Netflix uh, with Rita Marina, Marina playing the mother character, and I can't remember the actress... Uh, but it's a Latina actress, uh, oh, Latina nice. family, and she just uh, she served uh, in the military, and it's just her life being a nurse after that. Okay, and it's really good. It's really good. <laughs> it's the great.
0: new one, time. Nice. I do love
1: it a lot. Um, it's a nice little throwback to how they used to be done.
0: <laughs> oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Did you have you seen Lady Dinoite, Maria's I of thing? Dynamite. I haven't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've seen the first three episodes of the oh, first season.
1: I saw. I've seen. I saw the whole first season. Is second season no, be out November tenth
0: yeah. for the second season, uh, and I only know Bye. that because. Of- well
1: Maria, uh, but um I, well, is my neighbor, okay <laughs> so, he was he was working on that show as well. okay, fair enough.. <laughs> so, I'm like, hi. I didn't watch a show.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, as I've said to Maria, it looks like it's great. And, uh,
1: <laughs> it's very fun. Oh okay. good, I like it a lot. Um,
0: right. Well, it has been an hour, so yes? Giorgio, so uh it uh this has been fascinating. Uh, it actually makes me want to watch. But we get this in my TV. Do you see our antenna? We have a Ooh. we have a antenna TV, and then we have Netflix and Hulu and HBO Go, and we don't watch any of it. Amazon yep. Prime, we don't watch any of it. But I, I, I have to. all those
1: things, but I always watch everything. But
0: you watch everything, uh, and it's it's really going to pay off. I think mm-hmm. uh,
1: someone's going to um, care. Because uh, I think
0: that, and plus, you will be entertained. Yeah, as I, that's re-read. that's
1: probably fine. That that's like it doesn't have to pay off at all. I get right. to watch this forever. Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Solomon George, you guys, and go see him do stand up because he's Aww. a great stand up. guy. So there you go. And exactly. uh, and Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. Take care of each other. How about take care of each other? <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that?